Listen, I had no idea that I was supposed to be appreciated on that day. More on this in this episode of Stationed with Stories. Station with Stories. That's it. All right, you are listening to Station with Stories. I am your host, Kalisha Hollis Jesse. And before we get started, let me just let y'all know that these are my thoughts, my thoughts, my thoughts, my thoughts. And they do not represent or reflect the positions, opinions, or views of the U.S. Armed Forces in any way. All right, y'all, let us jump right into it. Hi, peeps. Really excited to be back with you all, as I always am. And we're going to get right into it, y'all. For those who are new to the podcast, you are in the right place, okay? And for those who have been rocking with me for a while, y'all know you are always welcome, okay? So let's just get into this book that I read. Finished this book last week. I actually finished it pretty quickly, y'all. This is a story. So in one of my book clubs... They sent out an email the weekend before, and they they typically do that. They're pretty good. The book clubs that are part of the library, they usually send a reminder. Now, this reminder, okay, I think it was sent out maybe the Friday before, the Monday, a book club. But y'all, I didn't look at it until Monday morning. And let me tell you, the shock I had, the shock I had And I was thinking, you know, obviously I'm new to this community. If you have been with me for a little while, you know, I just moved and am getting settled in Washington State. And y'all, I just could not remember the schedule of this particular book club. I'm like, it's coming up, but is it in the beginning of the month? Is it mid-month? Is it the first Monday, the second Monday? Y'all, it was the second Monday and I was like, Oh, that's wild. <laughs> I I didn't do it. I didn't I didn't get the book. And I I remember when they announced the book, I was like, "Okay, I need to get the book." And I usually I'm pretty good. Like as soon as they announce it, I will find it on one of my libraries, the app, and either listen to it or read it digitally. Y'all, but I don't know what happened. Maybe it was unavailable at the time, and or maybe I said I read it a little later because I was already wrapped up in another book. I don't know, y'all, but I <laughs> had just that day to read that book, or at least enough of that book. And so I powered through it very, very quickly. I think I listened to it on like 1.25 to 1.4 speed. So a little faster, but I caught all the stuff. And I did not finish it before the actual book club, but I finished like 70% of it, something like that, 75% of it. And then I finished the rest of it the next day, but it was it was quite wild because I was shocked that I was not prepared and totally forgot which book to read. But anyway, the book is called The Island of Sea Women, a novel by Lisa C., That book came out in 2019, okay? So not too long ago. And my words for the book are matrifocal, detached, and proud. And those words are not just for the book, but of the characters as well, the speaks of the characters. And so matrifocal. Now, the Island of the Sea Women is a historical fiction. And this is one of my favorite genres, really enjoyed reading 
just in this genre, just start there. But Matrifocal, this is a novel about a particular woman in a particular community. And the time span goes from kind of pre-full-fledged World War II all the way up until the early 2000s. And so, and so this is following a particular village's women specifically. And this is Korea. This is the Jeju Island in Korea. And there has been, I want to say in the last 10 years, maybe more international focus, or at least has come to my attention, these remarkable women who are able to dive very deep, several, several meters deep into the depths of the ocean and pull out abalone and sea urchins and uh, sea cucumbers, so many different varieties of seafood octopus and are the central part of their community's economy. And they do this at a very, up to a very old, advanced, I guess you can say age, right? So these are women who are 50, 60, even women into their 80s doing this. And so and it's, it's a true account, right, in terms of just the history of this particular island and the history of these women in the society that is matrifocal. And so the women carry out the work that provides for the family. They are the ones who are diving cold, frigid waters into these waters to get this food so that they can sell it. And the money goes to the household to maintain their families. And and really, the society really focuses on the women, right? If you have a daughter, you can look forward to eating in the future, right? Because she's going to be one of the main breadwinners, if not the main breadwinner of the family, right? The daughter, the mother, grandmother, if she hasn't aged out. But it's it's amazing, very, very interesting. And so this is historical fiction and talking about these women. And it is just funny in some points how they talk about how lazy men are and how they really are not as strong as they are as women. And they can't do this work, this hard work of diving in very cold waters, you know, 10, 15 plus meters deep into the ocean. They can't do it like the women can. And so you get a chance to see this matrifocal society. And um, the men do take care of the children in the book. The men do the cooking primarily in the book, but the women really are the focal point. And I thought that was interesting. Too detached. And I speak more to the characters. The main character, Young Soo, she is really detached in in lots of ways. And you find out why she's so detached. And it's really because of trauma, lots of trauma. But she, her personality is very strong. She is kind of detached, coolly detached from the outside world. And so her world has changed tremendously from a little girl, World War II, all the way up into the early 2000s. She's seen a lot and has suffered many losses. And so she's really detached and really 
it's from the very beginning. She is detached emotionally. And that is, I think, a theme that follows throughout the book. Just being able to survive by detaching yourself from hard emotions that that might take you on a downward spiral. And that's something that many women in this book have to do. They have to detach themselves from the real pain that they experience. And so that's number two. Number three, proud, right? This book is a celebration, partially, I think, of these women who are very proud of what they do. They provide for their families. They love the sea. They love the ocean, right? They love the sea around their island and they care for it. You know, they're not just diving to get food and not really thinking about anything else but making money, but they are thinking about how they are caretakers of the sea as well. And they have a lot of respect for the sea and they have a lot of respect for their history. They have a lot of respect for the work that they do. And that makes them very proud women. They are within themselves a community that elevates and lifts one another up. And although their work is hard and definitely takes a lot of focus and is very dangerous, the work is very dangerous, actually, they are very proud of what they do. And maybe it's not despite, but because of the danger of the work and the difficulty, they're very proud. And so that is the book. It is quite an easy read. And Lisa C. has a number of books. This is the first book of hers that I have read. Once again, the book is The Island of Sea Women, a novel. My words were matrifocal, detached, proud. Check it out if you so choose. All right, y'all, moving on to the topic of the day. Military Spouse Appreciation Day. Y'all, that day came by and just, I mean, left me in the dust, y'all. Shout out to my girl, Chelsea. She was she, she was like, yeah, did you know this was happening? Military Spouse Appreciation Day and some of the like nice freebies that some places were doing. And I'm like, no, no. How did I miss this? Y'all, and you know, I should be, I will be ashamed of myself because I know you're saying, girl, you should be ashamed of yourself. I am. I feel very much ashamed. Oh, I feel so much ashamed. Um, but y'all, military spouse appreciation day snuck up on us. Did it not? Did it sneak up on you? I mean, it came and went, and I didn't even know it was happening. May 8th, y'all. That was military spouse appreciation day. And And so, you know what? I'm going to admit that, listen, I had no idea that I was supposed to be appreciated on that day. I mean, it came up on me and same thing happened to me last year. Like, uh, yeah, I'm going to have it together, hopefully by next year. Because I told y'all, what do I know? Not much. Not much. I'm, I'm out here just trying to figure it out like the rest of us, okay? But y'all, it's wild. Because they, I knew about Nurses Appreciation Week, okay, because I was watching the news and they were talking about nurses and they, they threw up everything together, y'all. They just threw us all up in the same week, okay? So Nurses Appreciation Week was going on and it was also Teachers Appreciation Day the same week, okay? It fell on the same week. 
And so the teachers are being appreciated. So so they were like, you know what? Everybody gets a day if you're lucky. Um, many people get a week. Some people get a month. But they just they just threw us all in there, okay? So, I mean, I mean I'm thinking about how wonderful nurses are. And I'm supposed to be appreciated, too. Y'all, hilarious. But it got me to thinking, okay? Got me to thinking. I'm all belated, finding out I'm, I'm supposed to be appreciated and all of this. And I started to think, you know, we need a way as military spouses, for those who are military spouses, we need a way for people to know that they should be appreciating us. Okay, so follow me with this. You know, I was thinking about how brides, for example, they have a sash. Even before they get married, they go out into the street with their bridal party and they put on a sash. You know, they look all cute and they're dressed up and maybe they have a little tiara with a little veil and it's a bridal party and this is a bride because you know she has a sash on. You know that she is the one you need to congratulate. Number two, I was thinking about how, you know, crowns for birthdays, people do that. Sometimes they do sashes for birthdays too, right? But you know who the birthday person is because either they have a crown or, you know, think about when you were a child and you had that little paper, paper little hat and you maybe you had a special little hat because you were the birthday person. Yes. People knew to say happy birthday to you. Okay. People know if you if it says birthday person, right? Birthday girl, birthday boy, whatever, that they need to say happy birthday to you. Okay. And then of course, you know, we're competing this particular year. Maybe this happens every year. We're competing with the nurses, I mean, come on, we are post-pandemic. People love nurses. I mean, I've loved nurses for a very long time. My paternal grandmother was an RN, still keeps her license to this day. And and so, I mean, special, special are the nurses, in my opinion. But y'all, they have scrubs. You know a nurse. So during Nurses Appreciation Week, when you're seeing just the regular scrubs, and a lot of times they have like fun scrubs too, you can assume, you know, they don't they don't have to tell you. They might be a nurse. They might not be a nurse, okay? There's a lot of other professions within the medical profession, a lot of other jobs that use scrubs. But anyway, you you get it. You get it a lot quicker because they have the scrubs on. Teachers, they have classrooms, okay? You don't know who's a teacher, but they have a classroom. So the kids or the adults who go to their classroom, they know their teacher, right? So they can go ahead and collect their gifts in class, okay? They have a central spot. If you are walking down the halls of an elementary school during Teacher's Appreciation Day, okay? And you know that you hit it on the mark because you are in the right place. They have a place for them. Us, as military spouses, we don't have a place or a tire to let it be known that we should be appreciated on our day Y'all, is that right? I don't think so. I think what we need, y'all, this is what I think. I think we need to have one or the other or both, okay? So one, we need to have us some attire. Now, we don't want to do the fatigues. No, that's not what we do. We, this, this, we are part of the military community, but we do not want to act as if we are actually in the armed forces. No, 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 no. So we don't no, we need something different. But I, I and I've been wondering, I mean, do I need like 
for me, you know, some kind of pink fatigues. I don't, I just don't, I don't know. It's, it's giving me 2003 and it's just not, not where I want to be right now. So I'm thinking something. I don't know if it's, it's not tiara. Do we need a special bracelet, y'all? Do we need a special belt? Uh-huh. I mean, some something that, that people can know or a pin. I like a good brooch now. Y'all like brooches? I know that's an old school thing, but you know, I, I like to bring in the old school sometimes, put a little brooch in my outfit. I look real cute. Mm-hmm. But y'all, we need something, some some type of emblem, right? Material, something, clothing, shoes. I don't know. Shoes just won't work. It has to be something probably you can put on and take off, but that's cute. Now let's keep it cute. Now I want something that's not cute, but we need some type of attire, to let people know that they need to appreciate us um, or a central location to get these goodies, right? Because, I mean, some places they were giving away some good stuff, some Starbucks gift cards and, you know, coach bags. I was like, what? How did I almost miss all of this? Okay. Now, I don't think I won anything. I haven't checked my email. I'll check for sure to make sure that I didn't miss anything, but it was nice to at least be considered. And I need more of that, okay? We need more of that. We need to make sure that the good stuff gets to us, right? Let the teachers have their central location. Maybe on Military Spouse Appreciation Day, we should have a central location where we can be appreciated if we're available, okay? Just just think about it for a minute. Just let it sit in your spirit. Let it stir around. And, and let me know what you think about it. Because I think that we need something, right, to make sure that we know what is coming up. So we know when we need to be appreciated. And then to collect all of the appreciation. Yes. And for those of you who really care about words of affirmation, this is it. This is this is our day, okay? Now I appreciate words of affirmation. I, I I really appreciate some some good acts of service. So that's that's more my my thing in terms of love languages. But anyway, I'm getting off the topic, y'all. Military spouse appreciation day. We need to be appreciated. We need to know that we're supposed to be appreciated, and we need some type of location to get that appreciation, and or we need some type of attire so that people know to appreciate us. All right, y'all, moving on to the last portion of the podcast. Let's get into this flash fiction, y'all. It's hot and ready, as always, something new written by yours truly. And this one is called, We're Just Getting Started. Colors flash over my head. First periwinkle, then indigo, then fuchsia. There are words, but they swirl in my head like a toilet bowl flush. I cough, an involuntary action that clears my vision somehow. Are you okay, Miss Ramen? asked several of my third graders. At least that's what I think they ask me, because the pounding in my head makes them hard to decipher. A clammy hand wipes the hair off my forehead. Now the colors flying over my head are steel, and I can see that my entire class is staring at me, eyes wide in alarm. Except for Dan. Dan suppressing the biggest laugh. And Jante. Jante looks like he's ready to cry. What I remember is monitoring our school playground during recess. What I remember is some jump roping and some hide and seek action and some balls bouncing. 
And then I remember a ball smacked dead between the eyeballs. What happened? I asked, massaging my forehead. How on earth does a third grader throw a ball so hard that I'm knocked off my feet? Every child looks at one another, faces completely horrified. They're precious, truly, and nervous. Nervous to see their teacher sprawled on the ground just two weeks into the school year. We don't know, Jante says, tears seconds from falling down his face. I smile, reaching out to pat Jante on the shoulder. It's okay, children, I say, taking care to look them all in the eye reassuringly. I rise to my feet, and the kids, first reluctantly, then excitedly, return to running around the playground with their colorful clothes and hair bows, but not Dan. Dan lingers around. It really was an accident, he says. Just then I notice the ball in his hand, and I remember that he's on a peewee t-ball team. It's okay, Dan, I say, motioning him to join his peers and play. Just be careful next time. He nods. As he turns, I shake my head. From the way Dan throws the ball to a friend across the playground, I can see that this school year will be full of injuries. All right, y'all, that is it for this episode. I hope that you enjoyed it. You can check out all of the podcasts on the website. Check out the website, y'all, stationedwithstories.com. You can also follow me on Instagram, stationed underscore story. And y'all, wherever you are listening to the podcast, rate the podcast, okay? Rate the podcast. Give it all the stars, all the stars, y'all, all of them, okay? And make sure that you share it, share it with others. Share it is caring, okay? You just can't keep it to yourself. Let other people know why you love the podcast, Station With Stories. And also leave a lovely review, okay? I said lovely. Be be kind, y'all. Leave a good review. And of course, you can definitely reach out to me. You can communicate with me via the website as well. I am your host, Kalisha Hollis Jesse. This is Station with Stories, and I will be back next Monday. Bye, peeps.